This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Hello, welcome to yet another um, quarantine episode. I don't honestly know when the quarantine episode's gonna end, so, you know, sit tight. Um, today I have a very special friend, Sage, with me via the FaceTime, kind of Zoom, whatever. Um, we have known each other, not for that long actually, but through, yeah, yeah it was been, it, we met in class last year. Um, and it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, we'll meet up and every time, like <laughs> something happens with both of us. Yeah, um, quarantine. yeah and then quarantine, like literally yeah. we had plans to meet up and then I was like, oh, I have to flee New York City. Yeah, so welcome Sage, how are you? You okay? I'm, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing. Yeah, just doing. <laughs> I, I, I tried it, like I always say, I'm doing good, but am I right now? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll all be honest here. Oh, yeah. I'm either extremely productive or I sit in bed all day just daydreaming. Yeah. Literally. Just daydreaming. Like, this I'm, whole thing. I wake up at 11.30, I eat breakfast, and then I go back to bed and I just daydream. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's honestly today. just the most, like, dissociating time in our lives ever. Yeah, exactly. But It works. Yeah, it, it's it's exactly... It's just so strange. I, I don't know. I honestly don't think I know. Nobody knows how to quite comprehend what's going on. Because if you're in the mm. middle of it, I feel like you're too out of it. Like you're too yeah. in the thick of it. But then if you're like us, where you're at home or you're, you know, away from it, um, you're, you're so far away from Sorry, I have the hiccups. <laughs> We're so far away from it that the actual legit intensity of it doesn't really hit us every day as it does with other you know i don't know i, oh, yeah. I mean like... especially if we were in new york that would be a completely different situation I know. thank god we just because there's nothing like we left it probably no not at all and there's and the people who are still there are like it we we were saying before we started recording that it's um that you know if you live in a suburban area and stuff people can drive in their cars and have like a six feet away party kind of thing but in the mm -hmm. city you can't really do that no i don't know it's really scary yeah but, um, it's so scary yeah well thank, thank you. god we got out i know thank god we got out <laughs> we did as well um like yeah. i know someone who literally when he got out he was he moved to um he was going to stay with his grandma and they his grandma had like a guest house or whatever and he had to stay in the guest house for two weeks to quarantine to make sure he wouldn't infect oh yeah her. i had a friend do the same because he flew home from la and he had a guest house at his house and he had to stay in his guest house for two weeks and his dad just stocked up the guest house with food and Whoa. like movies and stuff yeah but i can't yeah. so I, he in the way though that's so it's so lonely i can't Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. As long as you have your dog. Yes, that's okay. true. As long as you have, like, an... The, and the, the better thing about, like... Because I know do, there's... See, I have both. I have dogs and cats. And I think mm -hmm. cats are amazing when you're doing stuff through the day. because Like, when you have a busy life, because then it kind of just... Your cat sorts itself out. But in yeah. quarantine, you want a dog so that you can leave the house. You know what I mean? Like, so that you have oh, an excuse yeah. to go for a walk. Your dog all day. Yeah, yeah, my dog goes on, like, eight walks a day. She loves it. Of course she does. That's, that's amazing. She's the best shape of her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like my dogs need to do that as well. So, in order to begin, 
can you tell us your name? Um, a oh yeah, and then share a random fact about like literally anything in life. Okay. I mean, we've all heard some crazy facts now, um, and then some where you're like, oh, I, I probably knew that, but it's good to hear it again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then a lesson learned from an awkward situation. So okay, take it away. Okay, so hi, I'm Sage. Um, a random fact. See, I can't think of anything actually important, but this is the one that comes to my mind, um, that one lightning bolt can toast 100,000 pieces of toast. No way. Did I say toast? I said toast toast, yeah. I didn't know um, that. I just learned that. That's pretty cool. I've been eating a lot of toast. <laughs> so always handy to know. Um, and then a lesson learned. So do you want me to tell an actual situation or do you want me to just like say a lesson? Oh god, I've never been asked that before. Um, well, quite often the the these stories that like have the lesson come at the end of it lead into another conversation. So, okay. if the story is something that you want to talk about, like do share both. Yeah, share both. Why not? Okay, okay. I I'll, I'll share this one because this one was pretty awkward, and this one's my fault. Um, so I was I was seeing this guy freshman year mm -hmm. um and I mean we were just hooking up it wasn't anything serious and then cut cut to sophomore year I think I was on a dating app and I was swiping um and I swiped on this like really cute guy um and then his last name popped up so we were talking we decided to go on a date or whatever then his last I actually checked him out to make sure he was a real person realized he was the brother mm. of the guy that I was hooking up with the year before no. but I in my mind, I was like, you know, I'll just go on a date with him. Um, we'll see what happens. It's not that big of a deal. I don't have to tell anybody. But then I guess he found out who I was. So on Block Me, told his brother who I was seeing. And then his brother told my whole friend group that I was trying to get with his brother. Oh. <laughs> so then I had all my friends lie for me and that I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So I guess the what I learned out of that is just to not, to be honest. Yeah. I probably should have been like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah's brother. Um, I actually was seeing him or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe just not go for the brother at all once I found out. <laughs> yeah. So oh that, was, that was very awkward. I had good enough friends mm -hmm. to back me up. I was going to say, like, big oh, up no, She friends. had no idea it was her brother. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was Shit. pretty freaking awkward. Well, I mean, big up your friends, though. Like, that was great of them to do that. Oh, yeah. No, they were not going to let me go down like that. That no. would have been bad. But would have been just, like, yeah, just shit. It's also, like, not that big of a deal. I mean, I don't know. See, for me, I've not done that. But thinking about it, I don't know. That That's pretty awkward. Um, oh, no, it's so awkward. I, I never would have done it again. It was just because his brother was so attractive. The second and I was only, the first I only hooked one. up with that guy, like, three or four times uh -huh. freshman year so it wasn't even like and we hadn't talked since so it wasn't even like there was any real anything there so I was like oh it's having the deal but apparently it was oh my god were they are they like older and younger or are they twins or something um no so I think so the one I met freshman year is our age and then the other one is a lot older I think he was out of college so he's probably right. maybe he's like 26 I don't know I have no idea. He's definitely older, though. Right. 
Yeah. I but he was attractive. Mm-hmm. Never got to meet him, but he was attractive. See, Sage, like, she upped her game after the first one. She started going sure for older men. Um, <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny. So on the note of, because um, you said you met the brother on a dating app. Um, yeah. Tell us some more stuff, because I know you you like dating apps, and as yeah. we're in quarantine, everybody seems to. Well, not everybody, but it seems to be a popular thing. Um, do we have any really good dating app stories? Good dating app stories. Um, hmm. um I mean, I've gone on, like, good dates from them I haven't seen the thing about them is that I haven't really met I've met people each year that I would be seeing for a long period of time but have never turned into anything serious right so like I met a guy this year um who was exactly my type I call him like a little Henry Golding he's really cute um but yeah I know <laughs> um but it wasn't it like we started off having a really good time we'd go out to dinner or whatever but then it always ends up the same thing where it's just like oh not really looking for anything serious but like we can still go on dates and everything yeah. like that yeah. so that those have been my situations and had but my roommate had an amazing situation she fell in love on a dating app wow yeah and then same with my other friend fell in love so it can happen Mm. it just hasn't happened for me right (laughs) it really can happen I mean they are so in love they said I love you within the first month and it's been like six months so it can (laughs) maybe one day I don't know in quarantine I haven't been using them as much as I was the first month of quarantine so in March in March I was just like swiping and I was like I'm so bored but now it's like I'm not gonna meet them for an extended period of time what's the point point? Uh but my friend is going on a lot of virtual dates Hmm. and she really likes them virtual dates so yeah like like FaceTime dates wait okay that leads me onto a question then yeah what what is it no just like i i mean no no i can gather what it is but that see if i'm going on a date i would i'm someone who very much wants things to be like public at the beginning because you know are they a murderer so if you go for a drink if you go for drinks you go for a coffee a rest you know whatever it is ice cream you are still literally in the presence of other people whereas with this it's just you two on a screen yeah i don't know how i I feel about that yeah I don't know if I could do it. I don't know yeah. why, but FaceTiming in general makes me so uncomfortable. And I also think it's a conversation thing because when you're on FaceTime with somebody, it's so easy to just keep cutting people off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. harder to have an actual interaction. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's really working for her because she found two guys that she's invested in. I mean, one just sent her a wine bottle. <gasps> and then the other is telling her to drive out to him to quarantine with him. I mean, oh. it's she's living her best life yeah and i just had this guy i've been because i've been texting back and forth forth with this one guy Mm -hmm. and he just texted me last night and was like um would you want to do a facetime date he said i was a little anti-facetime first date anti-facetime first dates but now i think it could be fun Uh and i haven't texted back (laughs) because i am so anti-facetime dates yeah it doesn't sound appealing to me at all see yeah see for me and my partner because we basically went straight in. We've been together nearly two years now. And when we first met, we only had like a few weeks together back home before I came back to the, oh, sorry, motorcycle. La la. Um, 
Okay. When uh, when we first met and first started dating, we only had like four or five weeks. No, actually, it was like three or four weeks together before I came back to the states to do a summer class. So it we almost immediately jumped into long distance. Long distance. Um, and it was sort of a, the, the summer classes thing was like a good time for us to sort of really see like, is this going to work? Because yeah. then I was home for two weeks and then went back to the States for um, my semester. Um, so it was like a good time to try it, but it was like four weeks of us together in person. And then it just moved to like virtual dates and we, you know, had FaceTime dates, but it wasn't anything we would like sit at a table and stare at our screens and chat it would be like we'd you know both proper laptops up on the counter or something make dinner at the same time and then like lay in bed and have like a film on the you know what I mean like um and chat that way but doing that as a first time meet for somebody I feel like is too that's so scary to me Oh, I also think, like, for me, especially, too, it's the vibe you have in person with somebody. Like, that's, I can see a picture of somebody and be, like, they're attractive, mm-hmm. but I won't know if I'm attracted to them until I get in person with them and, like, feel feel their vibe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. <laughs> it's an aesthetic thing. It's, like, a vibe thing. It's mm-hmm. a huge match. So it's really hard to just, like, have conversations with somebody over the phone. Yeah. Because you or what it's going to be like when you're actually together you're right no that's so true yeah, yeah I am, i'm still seeing him uh-huh. uh, i've been seeing him for like a year now so we met back over a year i guess we met back in march of 2019 um and you're just seeing each other you're not like officially together <laughs> no so, oh god the situation <laughs> um so yeah we met back in march 2019 and then literally up until the middle of this year we were seeing each other at least once a week if not every other week going out to dinner yeah um going back like i would sleep over mm-hmm. um and i talked to him i've never met his roommate i've never i mean i haven't been introduced to his roommate yeah. um never met his friends um and he basically was telling me he was like i like you but um i don't want to be in a relationship but I still want to go on dates with you but you've literally and I think, been together. what'd you say you've literally been together for a year <laughs> I don't I don't understand the situation um and he, he I don't think he's seeing anyone else I wasn't seeing anyone else I started seeing more people before I left for quarantine but that was also casual so I don't I don't understand. He just texted me to like check in how I was doing. I mean, we never really text. So it was like a quick thing. And then he sent me like a quarantunes playlist, but that's about it. So I'm kind of getting over at this point. I think it was more, it's more of a physical thing than it is an emotional thing. Right. Cause I think he's so attractive, but his personality is a little bland. No offense to him. Sure. He's a lovely human to other people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so he likes to hang out with his friends 24 7 and you haven't met his friends no i've never met his friends what has he met yours originally he told me last year when we met when i was a junior he was like i don't want to date someone who's still in school and i was like okay he was like my my friends will probably find it weird my family will find it weird um and i don't want to go through that but then I brought it up this year when I was basically not in school because I've been working yeah. and I've only been taking like one or two classes. And um, I was like, I think you lied when you said it was just because I was in school. And he mm-hmm. just smiled and laughed because he did lie. Yeah. Oh. My and then he told me he would think about it. 
um, because he was going to London for a couple weeks, uh-huh. and that we never had a conversation about it after. So we've just been doing what we've been doing. I haven't thought too much of it lately. I've just been like, oh, it's whatever. Especially because if you're not able to physically be with him at the moment, like, it is just whatever, you know? Yeah, it's literally, it literally doesn't matter at this point. So we'll see what it's like when we get back. Yeah. Oh my god, what? That's so strange. Yeah. Um. I know. I know. And also, he's just, like, he's a little weird, like, um... He's very, I mean, no, this isn't weird. This is actually great. He's very um, into, like, safe sex. So he wants, like, two forms of birth control at all times. And I'm not on birth control. Right. Um, so I've had that conversation with him multiple times where I'm like, I don't really want to go on hormonal hormonal birth control yeah. because it scared me, mm-hmm. um, like, side effect-wise. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, I get that, I get that. So we just use condoms or whatever. But yeah. then... There was one time, this was like six or seven months in, um, and then we were hooking up or whatever. Um, it was getting a little heated, and then um, I was like, do you want to – and then he said to me, he was like, you're not on birth control, right? I was like, no, you know I'm not. <laughs> um, and then he was like – he didn't say anything. We kept going or whatever. I said, do you want to get a condom? Um, and he stopped talking, and I was like, okay. And then he was like, I, I really want to. Um but I had a nightmare and I, I like Whoa. turned him. I was like, you had a nightmare. Why is he telling you and he said, yeah. And I was like, what was it about? And he said, well, it was about you. Um, and I had a nightmare that I got you pregnant and that we had the baby. And I was like, I said to him, I was like, what? <laughs> and he was freaking out because he thought that he was going to have a child with me. And I was like, but I, I, I'm not in a place in my life right now where I want to raise a child and I don't want to raise a child with you either. No, definitely not. Um, and then he was like, okay, that makes me feel better. Um, he was like, okay, then we can have sex. So he got the condom. But then he couldn't get hard because he was so scared. And I was like, <laughs> I was like we, we don't have to do this. We really just don't have to. <laughs> it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and he was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> So then we just went to bed. I was like, and it was the weirdest experience. I was like, we we have had sex so much and I have yet to get pregnant. It's definitely an, like an option that I would get pregnant, but we yeah. have talked about it multiple times yeah. that I wouldn't be raising a child with him. No. I mean, also, yeah. if he's, if he's going to have a nightmare about it and get so scared about it from a dream. I know. Like that okay oh my god freaking out well that's why i'm wondering if he had like somebody had a bad experience with an ex or something that's where she had what a, i was thinking a scare or something oh maybe he is a dad maybe he what maybe he I is know. a dad <laughs> i was like what if what if <laughs> you a horrible dad oh my god oh my, oh god. my god so yeah that was um uh, I don't know if that's a horror story or if that's just um, <laughs> that's just him in a nutshell. That's so weird. No, it was. So, I told all my friends about it after. I was like, so dot dot dot. He had a nightmare about me. <laughs> that's my favorite sex story. Is that someone had a nightmare about me? And he like. And then my reaction to that was like, oh well, he was dreaming about me. <laughs> I mean that is a way to think a way to think about it. But and but his even if he was dreaming about you, the fact that he got you pregnant in the dream is whatever. 
but the fact that it scared yeah. him that's like that's horrible it's i know i mean i don't think it was me i think it was just the idea of having because he was like i'm really not in a place right now where i can have a kid and i was like not neither am you. i <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to either. We're not going to. That's yeah. not an option. I've said that to him multiple times too. And he just never, I guess he just didn't understand. Because he asked me multiple times. He was like, well, I feel more comfortable if you go on birth control because of this, but like, I don't have a kid, blah, 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 blah. And I was yeah. like, I, I'm not going to. I was yeah. like, even if I'm on birth control, like, I'm just not going to in general. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Also, yeah. he can't, Anxious. yeah, he also can't, like literally cannot thrust that upon you like he cannot say do this be on birth control for me yeah i mean he was he was really nice about it he he wasn't saying do it for me necessarily uh-huh. he was just saying um it would make me more comfortable mm-hmm. but obviously do what you want to do okay. and um I, and he was also saying he's never been with somebody who hasn't been on birth control right so he's never really had to worry about it i think right that's, yeah. I wonder what it is then. Something like triggered that in him to to like be so I, afraid. I, of... I always think about that. So maybe I'll ask if we see each other when we get back from quarantine. I was gonna say, have you have like have you spoken about it since it happened? No, I never brought it up again. Just because. Oh, I like I brought it up in a funny way. Uh-huh. Um, I I forget what we were talking about, but like I, I passive aggressively like turned to him and I was like, well, you had a nightmare about me. So he was like, ouch, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about, but like I make jabs at him sometime about it. Yeah. Just cause I think it's funny. Like it I'm not funny. even upset about it. I just yeah. think it's funny. It is funny. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That the, And he was probably so embarrassed afterwards that he definitely like wouldn't have brought it up again. You know? Oh no! I think he was more like mortified because he had a trouble. He had trouble even like telling me that he had a nightmare. Right. And after the fact, when he just kept trying to get hard and he couldn't get hard, I think he was just absolutely mortified about the situation. So I was like, "We can just go to bed. Um, we'll we can cuddle and go to bed, and that's it. <laughs> and that's what happened." Oh my lord! Is he? Yeah. Is he? A, um. So he's out of university then. He's graduated. Yeah. Or... He's like two years out. Oh, okay okay yeah he's like 24 yeah okay but yeah damn i mean oof. also the fact that he started off by saying that he didn't want to get involved with somebody who was like still a student i like that you called him out on it because that clearly just like wasn't the case or at least it was oh, no, it might have been to begin with but i realized like months on the line when I wasn't in like basically wasn't in school Mm -hmm. anymore I was like oh this has nothing to do with my age um so I so I said to him I was like I think you lied (laughs) um and then I also I there's this whole night where I was just calling him out I was like you're so nonchalant about everything it really pisses me off Mm. um I we've been seeing each other for a year and I would like to at least be introduced to your roommate um or hold your hand in public or something um so I was just calling him out um yeah he he, he didn't really have a ton to say he was more or less just like yeah yeah I get what you're saying um he was like I thought we decided on just casual um and I was like we did but at the same time yeah we see her every single week and it's been a year (laughs) that's a bit more than casual now yeah and it's not like we're going on like you asked me on dates like you asked me to go to dinner or you asked me to go out for dessert yeah or we 
like we went to a concert together like it's just right weird like dates yeah has he been seeing yeah. other people like so i asked him like two months in when i first asked when he told me the thing about me being too young or whatever right um i said have you been going on other dates because i wasn't at that point mm-hmm. and he said yeah but dating's been highly unsuccessful um so he was seeing he was like going on dates but nobody had landed right um but I don't think he is seeing anybody else. I really don't. I mean, maybe I'm being naive, but I don't think that he is. Right. Yeah. And I think he would tell me because I said to him, I was like, I don't, I won't feel comfortable being with you if you're sleeping with a bunch of other people or if yeah. you're like seeing somebody else as consistently as you're seeing me. And he was like, oh, I'll tell you if anything changes. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you managed to see him. Yeah. yeah. If you managed to see him as much as you did, though, like, I feel like you would have gotten a hint of something. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. So I don't think that he is. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Well, keep me posted because I want to know what happens with this. I know. Say, everybody's so invested in this. They're like, what, what is going to happen? Because yeah. it's been a year. Honestly. <laughs> so what classes, what class have you been taking this semester then? Um, so I've been working twice yeah. a, or most of the week. So then I take one class on Friday, okay. which is called, um, what is it called? It's called a hundred years of dating and hooking up on college campuses. Oh my God. Okay. Tell me more. Cause I am, I don't know how I didn't know about this class. Yeah, I didn't either. And I almost didn't get in because I found it so late in the game. Right. Um, but basically, we just like we started at the 19 early 1900s up until current times. Mm-hmm. And you just learn about like dating and hooking up and sex practices in each of like in oh. all the big decades. Yeah. Wait, yeah, so, it's super interesting. So tell me tell me some facts and stuff about it. Um, I mean, one thing. Hmm. I mean, we talked about this thing called the rating and dating complex, which is basically this like 1920s essay this guy wrote about Penn, actually about Penn State. Um, and that there is this whole like, like this rating and dating type of thing where people have to rate in order to date a certain type of person. So like rating means they would like for a guy, it was called, they had like a, had to have a smooth line or be in a good mm-hmm. fraternity or dress well or have a car in order to be able to date the girls in a higher sorority. Was it like a, was it like an experiment or this is like how? No, it's like, it was kind of like he was saying, this is fact on college campuses. Sure. Um, and then he was saying that people in sororities don't even, or people that are not in sororities or fraternities don't even date they have no rating on campus or whatever they're at the bottom of the peak so then we brought it into like times um and then we talked about it uh on current college campuses and how it's applicable to pretty much everybody i would say because i think it's really applicable to, to today's times yeah definitely back in the days do you cover topics about like kind of casual dating and stuff through the ages and like what would it have been what would it look like to do that back in the 40s or the 30s you know what I mean like what how does like casual dating yeah casual dating because I know back then I mean in certain cultures in part also is this practice like purely in the states that you that you were learning about okay focused on um the U.S. right because I know that in a lot of families and stuff Mm. that you know earlier in the 19th the 1900s and stuff it was very much like no you date you marry you know? Yeah, and it was. I think that was more for women than it was for men. Yeah, we watched this, like little clip, and we read some like little stories on how parents, like parents, would tell their um, son 
date around, like you want to date as many girls as you can to figure out who the one is. And then for girls, fathers were very, fathers were first of all, very strict on dating in general. They didn't really want their kid to date, but um, the girl would mostly stick to one partner Mm -hmm. or pursue one partner or be pursued by one partner, I should say. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I know it's a really good class. I'm really glad I t- took it. I'm yeah. sad that I can't be there in person though, just because I, I liked a lot of the people in the class too. So we had really good conversations about just like birth control, about all these controversial topics. So it was really interesting. Right. What? How many people are in the class? Um. Oof. Maybe maybe like fifteen. Okay. No, no, no. There's like twenty, twenty something. Right. That's cool. Yeah. So it's pretty small. Yeah. And it, does it come to? Yeah, see, I like group. I like a that kind of size rather than like a big lecture or whatever. Um, yeah. And how? So you guys all got along in person stuff then. How did these? Did you learn um, sort of behaviors about? Did you notice behaviors about each other and stuff and sort of how they reacted to this? Like, was there anyone trying to maybe pursue someone else from the class or whatever? Did you notice? Yeah. So there is this funny thing. Um, there's this extra credit assignment. So basically you had to ask out somebody in person. Uh-huh. It could be anybody. It didn't have to be somebody from the class, just in general. You had to ask them out in person and then um, write a story about it or write, just write about it, like your experience. Uh-huh. So there is this boy in my class um, and he's an actor. Um, his dad's famous. <laughs> So this kid, like, what was his, how did he take the extra credit assignment? Okay, so yeah, so um, basically we we got to talking one day, um, and I, like, really enjoyed his company. At first, he's not somebody I would normally go for just because I usually go for somebody who's, like, very introverted. Mm -hmm. I like people who are quieter, not, like, the life of the party, and he's the complete opposite. He's absolutely the life of the party. Uh Um, But we got along really well, and then... It was Valentine's Day, actually, because um, we had class on Valentine's Day. And then before I left, he asked me, he basically asked me out. Um, he worded it as a friend date, though. So I was like, oh, it's just going to be a friend date. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, and then we ended up going out for coffee. Um, and then he really surprised me. Like, he was, at first he was flexing a little bit because his, I didn't know that it, I didn't know who he was uh-huh. until... Um, he told me who he was basically right. he told like I didn't know his dad was famous I didn't know any of this yeah um he was flexing a little bit at the beginning um Ew. which I didn't love but yeah. then he brought up the fact that he was flexing and how he was like just compensating for it or whatever <laughs> um yeah we had a really really nice time it was also funny though because there was this other guy in the class who I was interested in just because he's my normal type right he's half Asian, tall um dress as well like he's a chef super cool vibe he's a chef uh, oh my god sage yeah. loves food as well <laughs> yeah, oh my god i eat so much so yeah that really really got me going um so i think that max knew that i was interested in this other guy in my class mm-hmm. um so he sort of brought up something about it and i basically told him i was being honest i was like yeah, I am interested in him, um, and I'm going to continue to pursue that because yeah. I didn't want to lie. Yeah. So I just continue to pursue it, see where that goes. But I told him I was like, I'm also interested in you. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, okay. He was like, healthy competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then that was that. We went on that date. It was really good. 
Um, Wait, you and Max? Hanging out with Max, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was really good. Um, and then he was saying how he wanted to take me ice skating um, and all these other things that we were going to find a weekend coming up to do all that stuff. And I was like, great. Um, and then the other guy, um, Corey, mm-hmm. uh, so we, he, I asked him to be my partner for a project. So then I ended up going over to his place to work on the project. Yeah. Um, which obviously we, that was the last thing that we worked on. So he cooked for me. Um, it was really good. He made bolognese. Mm. Um, it was amazing. We had cookies. We watched love is blind talk the whole night, literally told me everything about his life everything Whoa. another guy who has a crazy life story because that's the only type of guys that apparently <laughs> you're get. interested in. We're absolutely nuts. <laughs> um, interesting. i mean i was super interested in whatever um and he was saying all these things he was like oh like you want to come over monday we can cook and bake and watch the bachelor mm-hmm. um oh you have to take me to that bot like we have to find a weekend where we'll go to the baklava place mm-hmm. he was coming on very strong so then we ended up going to class the next day together because I slept over right um nothing really happened though and Max saw that the next day um texted me during class it was like I guess my man's winning and then texted me after class and said let's find a day to hang out and I was like okay I was like I feel like you're only pursuing me now because this competition you like the competition but I was like sure but then everything went to shit because this was a week before quarantine so then I followed up with Corey yeah. um, Sunday because he invited me over on Monday, ghosted me, literally ghosted me. Wait, Corey ghosted you? Corey ghosted me. <gasps> and I don't know why, because he was coming on so strong. Oh so, my God, so what? Strong. Yeah. So ghosted me. And then I, I was confused. So I ended up texting him three days later. Um, and I was just like, hey, do you like, I, I think I said something like, I was like, who cares at this point? So I said, do you want to hang out before we leave for quarantine? And then texted me back like a curt response. And it was basically like, um, I'm catching a flight. Sorry. That's it. So then I never texted again. I was like, okay, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. So weird. Um, and then I was supposed to hang out with, um, Max. Yeah. And then he also, he didn't ghost me, but he, he was the one who texted me and asked me to hang out on, let's say like a Saturday. Yeah. Um, and so then, that Saturday, he texted me and was like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Uh-huh. Um, maybe we just wait until after quarantine. Okay. And I was like, okay. Like, which I didn't really, I don't, I don't know if I believed or not. Yeah. It was just like a weird progression of events because these guys were coming on so strong. Yeah. Like so, 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 so strong. And then it was just nothing. It was, that's interesting because they, there's definitely that whole thing of like the competition probably kept it going but then maybe when Corey caught caught wind of Max at all he was like oh I don't want to be involved in this well that's what I was thinking yeah because everything was great until we got to class um and then I was like I was waving to to Max across the um across the room and I could hear Corey making comments like little comments under his breath like dude like saying to me like dude really what are you doing I don't think he liked the way I was interacting with Max yeah 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 that's probably what that was for him very like shy very much introverted Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't know if I necessarily saw it going anywhere anyway so it wasn't that big of a deal it was just such a weird situation yeah that's 
Yeah, it also, because if he was, like, an introverted person or something, and he was, you know, like, interested in you, and as you're very, as you're quite extroverted, he probably got a bit, like, jealous and upset or something that, um, that you were, like, speaking to another guy, because he thought someone who's, like, as beautiful as you and extroverted and everything, that if there's another guy in the picture, that he probably would it might be like, no, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna go yeah. for someone else if he's more, I, mean, I don't know. so many, like, I looked at it so many different ways. I mean, I look, that's, like, obviously one option. I looked at it the other way, like, maybe he just changed his mind, which is fine. Yeah. Like, just tell me that you changed your mind. Truly. Um, and then another thing is he mentioned, so when I first met, met him, he mentioned he was seeing a girl. He went on, like, six dates with a girl or Corey whatever, or which nice. is a lot of dates. Wait, which one? Um, Corey. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, six days with a girl, which is a lot of dates, and that was two months before we hung out, right. or like a month before we hung out. So he could have been like progressing with this girl mm-hmm. and just chose to progress things with her, right. which is also fine. Oh, I it's see, just... I see. But tell you, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So him just like not him just ghosting me and just not telling me after um, planning planning these dates with me and yeah. coming on. So I was very confused. He also might have just thought, like, if it hasn't really gone that far yet anyway, through quarantine, it's just not going to be the best time, you know? But still, like... He got lucky because literally he ghosted me right when quarantine happened, before he even knew what happened. So he ghosted me on the Monday or the Sunday. It was a Mm -hmm. Sunday. Um, And then quarantine happened Tuesday, so I couldn't see him in class on Friday. And I've never... I haven't seen him again. Oh, my God. It's, is he on Zoom? Are you guys, like, yeah, on Zoom Yeah, on Zoom, but that's it. Damn. And how's, yeah. do we still talk to Max or no? Um. Yeah, occasionally. So, mm-hmm. like, we texted, like, for a hot sec um, just to see how each other were doing, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we're partners for a project. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was a wild situation because yeah. it was so much at once, and then it was nothing. It went from, uh, like, it was zero to 100 from 100 to zero. Damn. The funny thing about all of that is just what class this is happening in. It's so ironic. It's so ironic. It's like this class was made for that. Yeah. And you wonder what, how many other people in the, the, the other 17 people in the class, you're wondering what's going on with them, too. I know, no, a hundred percent. I'm sure it happens every year that somebody yeah. hooks up with somebody or somebody dates somebody. I mean, like, it always, I can't yeah. No, especially when it's that open, you're just having so many open conversations. Uh-huh. So it's easy to be open with them when you go on a date with them. Yeah, like, I had some of the best conversations I've had with guys on dates with those two guys that I went out with, just because really? we were so open with each other. Uh-huh. So I think it was easy because we talked about sex all day. I'm sage and I agree to the rules. Um, okay, so we're going to go on to our wonderful classic would you rather questions. Ew. Okay, this is weird. This is a weird one. Um, okay. Would you rather <laughs> throw up un- uncontrollably every time you speak to the opposite sex or be attracted to the smell of shit and frequent random bathrooms because of it? What? The- and have, frequent, have frequent what with bathrooms? Random bathroom. Uh, and frequent random. Wait. Oh, frequent random bathrooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awful. Oh. I'll take both. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to go with the latter. 
Yeah. The bathroom one. Because yeah, I if I were to grow up on everyone of the opposite sex, no one would ever love me. He does. <laughs> So I, I'm going to have to go, go with the second. And then it will make living with them easier because yeah. I'll be attracted to everything about them. That's true. That's yeah. true. Damn. Okay. Well, so I'm going to go with that one. And if I'm attracted to it, then I wouldn't know that it's so gross. Oh. True. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So that one. Okay, so... so- I, I'm kind of scared that you managed to like f- like work your way around like a would you rather question. Oh my god! I really did get around that, didn't I? That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather let? Oh, would you? Well, I guess I don't know if this counts for your buddy, but we're gonna say that your boy is your man's. Okay. Um, would you rather let your significant other sleep with your best friend or sleep with your significant other's best friend? Although you haven't met them because he doesn't introduce you to anybody. Uh. Okay, I would 100% sleep with my significant other's best friend. I wonder if they, with these rules, I wonder if they know it's happening. Uh, would you? Like, I wonder if they, in these, I mean, would you rather, so, it's so sketchy, always. But, like, uh-huh. you always wonder what the context is of these questions. I mean, I guess oh, you yeah. just make them so, up. But. No, I don't, I couldn't imagine him sleeping with my best friend. No. I would not. I would literally not. <laughs> and not in the good way. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say. Um, okay, and... Wait, actually, that's a good question. If your, significant, if your significant other cheated on you with your best friend, who would you want to hear it from? Your friend or your partner? If he's, like, my boyfriend, we're saying? Yeah. But you're like serious. Shit, I don't like those questions. I would want to hear. Can I not hear from both at the same time? No, that would be horrible if they <laughs> talk to me together. They come together and they're like, I'm in love. Wait, like, that, oh, that's all like one calls you on the phone and the other is like, whoa. Um, I think probably for my boyfriend yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think for my boyfriend first. See, yeah. I, I thought about it, and I realized that, I mean, obviously I'd lose them as my friend, probably. But if my best friend was um, to, like, like, if my partner was to run away with my best friend, obviously that would be the most disturbing thing ever. But I would rather it be my best friend than, like, a friend I don't really know. You know, like, I, because oh. I know everything about this person to begin with, obviously, except for the fact that they're a cheat. But, like... <laughs> but i think knowing yeah just a little bit but i think uh, like i would trust that i don't know i don't know i don't like that question but there we go um (laughs) it's a really scary thought yeah it is we'll stop there uh well sage thank you so much for taking the time out of your extremely busy day to um (laughs) to call and answer my crazy stupid questions um and to tell me all these crazy stories it's been great to like as an excuse to catch up as well because as we were saying earlier we like literally never see each other um although we we text quite a lot we just like haven't seen each other each other's go-to person for any like phone cases fashion choices (laughs) fashion choices phone cases hair dye like literally anything the occasional post malone pick to like get us going yeah for sure yeah we all need buddies like that
Thank you for listening. Please leave a review and or subscribe. Talk Dirty to Me HQ loves to hear from everybody, so send an email to talkdirty at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram, talk.dirty.to.me. With the help of a bunch of other people who have made this podcast possible, I've compiled a list of rules that myself and my guests have to consent to before recording each episode. They are the following. If someone does not want to discuss something, they absolutely do not have to. Number two, respect privacy. Number three, if guests request not to have certain information shared, it is my duty to cut it out before publishing. Number four, correct use of pronouns for everyone. Number five, never use someone's actual name. This includes other people who will be mentioned in the stories. Number six, use of certain words. Before recording, we have established a few words that the guest or myself would not be comfortable using. They will be avoided. Number seven, this is not therapy.